0: Like oh killing kids, oh back for Anthony We're everybody. Welcome to the
1: Open mic Pain, with Anthony and Wayne Podcast. Hello everybody, and welcome to an open mic pain with Anthony and Wayne. We are here, an exciting episode with a very special guest, Aaron Feely from The Brick, the hostess with the Moses. How you doing, girl? I'm doing awesome. Thanks for having me. Yes, definitely. And second, doing? we're doing great. And I'll tell you, because there's a piece of shit on the other end who's way less important
2: to you, and his name's Wayne
1: Russell. How are you doing, Wayne?
2: <laughs> I was doing a lot better about 30 seconds ago. <laughs> Thanks for that confidence boost.
1: <laughs> I tear you down to bring you up. I love you. All right. So, Wayne, you, this you had a great time last week at The Brick. We had an episode that came out. You hopefully all have seen it about it. And uh, now we're interviewing the host... So tell us about your time there real quick, Wayne, before we start asking Erin about herself.
2: Yeah, so I was really excited about coming to your mic, Erin. Um, it was qu- kind of a far drive for me, but you told me 10-minute sets, and I never did anything like that. So I was pumped to try to, you know, put something together and speak for that long without being out of breath, which is uh, tough for me. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but um yeah, I was really excited about it. Um, I I just, I, I, We go to some of the same mics over and over, and you see the same people. So sometimes telling the same jokes to the same people, you, you kind of don't know what's working anymore or what doesn't. So I was excited for a new area, which is an hour and a half north of me. Um, <laughs> a whole new group of people. I didn't see anybody I knew, which was awesome. Um, and I brought back, you don't hang out
1: at nursing homes. That's why God, damn,
2: (laughs) (laughs) that was awesome. (laughs) So that was the other thing that I loved when I walked in and I saw the age was not a problem for me. I'm fine with that. (laughs) I was so excited because I'm not one to call an audible. I know what I'm doing a day or two before I'm going and that's what I'm doing. And you heard the shit that came out of my mouth. I apologize to the mayor of Dover and all of his cohorts because I think they probably had some nightmares. Or one lady was extremely disgusted by me. Um, yeah, she didn't forgive you when you apologized. Or at least apologize. showed it. She yeah. definitely didn't forgive me. But
0: <laughs> no. no, they're there for it. They love it. The mayor comes pretty often. Like he'll come to the Fury show. Um, he's he's great. It's yeah, they are here for the jokes.
1: That's they awesome. Are. They just did not laugh when we got to the AIDS part. That was that was tough. Was, they they lived <laughs> through it. <laughs>
2: That's for
0: sure.
1: So, too close to home. So,
2: I have questions about <laughs> your mic and and what happened when we went there last week, but before we go too far, I want to get into your background. How long have you been doing comedy? Started
0: in 2015. Holy I Oh, yeah. Good for yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah, I've been around a while. Uh I wasn't consistent with it for a couple of years because I reproduced and such. So I was kind <laughs> of off the wagon for about a year after my second kid. And it was actually starting the mic there that got me back on the horse.
2: That's awesome. Well, what got you oh, into God. comedy in the first place? What, what made you want to start? What made it so you would go on stage for the first time?
0: I started with Toastmasters. Uh, if you don't know what that is, it's it's like a, a club dedicated toward learning uh, public speaking and like writing speeches, and they, they do things like they'll count how many times you say um when you get up, and I kind of started that on a whim. I just wanted to be better at talking in general. Like I wasn't really interested in public speaking per se. I just wanted to be better at regular speaking, and then it was there at Toastmasters uh, this Older lady was talking about how she had started doing stand up and she was touring nationally. And I was like, "How do you do that?" And she said, "Take this class with Amy T. down in Beverly." So I did, and the rest is history.
2: Wow, that's awesome. That, that kind yeah, of a random that, that whole thing event, about but... <laughs> Toastmasters and counting ums—that's like my arch nemesis. I record. It definitely yeah, makes you. I aware. record. Or we both record every set we do. Um, just as uh, I mean, we we consider it good practice, so you can go back and listen and uh, try to adjust. And the amount of times I say um, holy shit. It's, it's absolutely horrendous. But
0: person at each meeting, to they keep a tally of how many ums and they tell you at the end of it how many ums you had in your speech.
1: Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. What a thankless job. That, that sounds horrible, horrifying. Huh? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody must hate that person.
1: Yeah, definitely. Different
0: person Uh, every week, so everybody gets the the shit under the stick. (laughs) So,
2: um, do you remember your first joke that you ever told on stage?
0: My first really good bit, I think, that I had done the first time I did stand-up, which was at the end of Amy T's class, was the Brazilian bit that I still do to this day. I have altered it a little bit and added to it because it got... Kind of, it's like my old reliable. I know it gets laughs, but I, I get so sick of telling it. Like, I could tell it in my sleep. Uh, but so that's probably my first big joke that I told.
2: Really kind of upset I, because, I'm really, as you know, I was late. Anthony, you're muted. You didn't push the button hard enough. Fuck.
1: <laughs> I, know, I keep hitting the button, though. It's not on me.
2: Hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was upset I was I was late because when I got there both Anthony and Justin told me that your set was hilarious so I'm kind of sad I missed it but they both mentioned that bit in I don't think
0: I did the Brazilian bit I did okay you did yeah
1: yeah I mentioned it in the- oh yeah I, I was trying to say when I cucked myself is that um I mentioned it in our reaction
0: show how great of a bit that was that well, was one of my first Oldie but goodie.
2: So that was my other question, was do you still do it? But obviously you do.
0: Yep. I did it this past week, too. That was my opening thing, because I, I was just so busy as like, I haven't written anything, and I need something funny.
2: <laughs> That's great.
0: But I do try, usually, to write something new every week, or like alter a bit that I've done, change it in some way, and see if it flies. You Because know, it, it, I see it as like a valuable practice time for me, too, on top of just trying to run a good... It's hard with
2: kids. Absolutely.
0: Because yes. like, all three of us have kids. It, it's
2: tough. Um, yours obviously a little older. God damn Mine's fair. four. Anthony's uh, going to be two in, what, a month? Two years yeah. old in one month. So we know the pain. It's it's tough to get the time to sit down and write. And when for me, anyways, when I get to that point, I'm really like, I'm going to open up my laptop. Most times I'm like, nope, I'm not. <laughs> so... Yeah, but good for you for being consistent I couldn't imagine writing on a laptop that's a whole thing yeah you know I tried the notebook I just I didn't like it I always had the panic mm-hmm. of like I'm gonna leave this somewhere and somebody's gonna know how much of a shit human being I am
1: no they're gonna <laughs> put you in fucking jail if someone gets that book <laughs> the thoughts that don't leave yeah. the stage yeah. <laughs> you're going yeah. down
0: alright Aaron so uh, when you guys were there and Brian was like oh killing kids oh backwards <laughs> just that was the week you were. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Sure <laughs> yeah. <was. laughs>
1: so we talked about uh, your first mic, but what made you do it? Like, what what is your, like, inspiration for getting into comedy?
0: I just thought it sounded cool and badass. And so uh, my first, I went from Toastmasters to Amy T's class. So that was part of the class was at the end of it. We did a show, and we all had to go up and perform what we had written in class. So... My first time performing was at a recital, I guess, a comedy recital <laughs> after the class rather than a mic. And then from there, she encouraged us to venture out and try other open mics.
2: Did you have any um, inspirations like co- comedian wise like uh, you know Stephen Wright or any, anybody like that that you kind of uh, pulled from where you're like, okay, I kind of like this guy, this person's comedy I, maybe I'll kind of aim towards that.
0: Not at first, but as I started doing it more and meeting people in the scene, I discovered uh, Jamie Loftus. Have you ever heard of her? I have not. She's from Boston. She relocated to LA, but I just love all of her, everything that she's done. She's brilliant. And then I was, when I was uh, creeping on her one day, I noticed that we have the same birthday, and I was like, oh, well, maybe that's why I love her so much. And then I discovered that we both. Used to wear a back brace. I was like, "Oh, we're just a breed now." And, <laughs> but she's she's a big comedy inspiration.
1: A guy I work with, he does astrology and um, too much. And if you he found out that you you guys had the same birthday, he would go on for like thirty five minutes about how you're intertwined in the soul and that you need to go out to L.A. with her. So, think about it.
0: You yeah, know what? If I could. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, God, me too. If I can just get the hell out of here, I tell you.
2: Yeah, no shit.
0: You say that because I'm tomorrow uh, launching uh, custom birth charts that I've been working on in the background. So now I just have, like, templates where I can, yeah, if somebody orders it, I can just get their chart and, like, change their name and then, boom, beautiful piece of art. There you go. But it's been a fun little project. Yeah.
1: Do you have a website for that? Uh, it's on Etsy. Etsy? Nice. I'm so just if you send started. us the Etsy link after yeah. this, we'll put it in the description of the video, too. So if you want to get your birth plate, you get that shit, if I said that right.
0: Well, aye, aye, Captain. <laughs>
2: nice. <laughs> so so uh, do you do other open mics up there? I know you host that one, right? You don't host any others. But do you go out to some of the other local... Mi- opal? Sorry. Other local open mics
0: when I can uh it's hard for me to get out when I'm not working or having a gig because I I work at the brick on top of uh doing the mic there and then I do, do you really yeah so I think How, that helps are... honestly because it's like my home my coworkers like I could be on my bullshit and they're just like yeah that's Aaron
2: is that I mean obviously you're very funny so it probably doesn't happen but to you but is that not like uh horrifying for you like if you go up and let's say you're trying out new jokes and you bomb and then you have to go in the next day and they're all like wow you ate shit
0: no I eat shit there every week <laughs> I don't care
2: <laughs> I couldn't do it like I we we talk about it uh, where well, we used to talk about it fairly often where I'm like a glutton for punishment I like I said I tape everything and I used to just like send it off to like all my coworkers and friends because I was just like I was proud of getting up on stage because it was something I wanted to do don't shake your head <laughs> it was just so, I was proud such of a
1: lame thing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was proud of of uh, there was a, there was a um, like a bucket list thing for me so I was proud that I did it so I was sharing it with everybody I wasn't expecting to continue going on um, but as I did I kept what he didn't sharing think, it though,
1: and- he didn't tell anybody but what he didn't think was that if he did a bit about finding like his dad's old porn he shouldn't send it to his dad
2: <laughs> but I did I made him decided. I made him watch it in front of me. <laughs> <We did. Yeah. laughs> uh, and and he true. definitely didn't he definitely didn't like it. He told no. me he liked it and he's listening he's going to listen to this and he's going to call me yeah. and he's going to go, "No, I really did." No, you didn't. <laughs> you didn't. No. I called you a creep. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I had this joke jokes. that I did when I was pregnant. Uh oh, I, was, I was very pregnant. I was like I think it was like 5 days before I gave birth or something. It was uh the semifinals of New England's Funniest two years ago, and I had this joke about how I'm having some pelvic pain, so my OB suggested keeping my knees together. It's a little late for that lady, like, thanks for the fucking advice. I've been having a lot of pelvic pain. I don't know if you can tell by my uh, Frankenstein waddle. My OB suggested keeping my knees together. I think it's a little late for that. <laughs>
2: Thanks for
0: the pro tip, lady. When I was uh, get like making the plan, like my birth plan with her, I forgot about that joke, and I just, uh, sent her the link, and I was like, "Yeah," because she had asked, she had known about my upcoming comedy show, and asked how it went, and I was like, "Yeah, here's the link," and I forgot that I did that bit. So can relate to the dad porn thing.
2: <laughs> so bringing that up, um, as a host and. Do you ever watch any comedians go up there and just like, hear some of the shit that comes out of their mouth and go, "Oh my god!" Like because you said like you know the the, the mayor of Dover is there and you have your normal you know, like, your normal uh, customers that are there. Do you ever hear something and go, "God, they're gonna hate that. I'm gonna get an earful earful from them."
0: Yes, <laughs> it's rare. <laughs> it is rare. Um, there, like there is was one night in particular because the mic used to be at seven instead of eight, and there's one night. Uh, it was pretty busy in there but a lot of people in there were there for dinner not really for the mic and I was just back to back the first two comedians that went up were like F-bomb this, my huge cock that want to hear this period sex story and we just watched half the restaurant like clear out and the they're just shooting me daggers like come on and then <laughs> that's when they're like maybe we should start the mic at 8 so there are less people eating dinner and I was like it's probably smart
2: they must have loved me. Five minutes of sucking dick. I apologize.
0: <laughs> no, you were great. No, like I said, it's it's rare. Like, it, it was very apparent that it, it was, like, read the room, guys. Like, the room, half the room is getting oh, up and leaving right now. Oh. Hello? Yeah, we
2: lost you. I think you're back, though.
0: Housekeeping? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah like, we lost you is. for, like, ten seconds.
1: Oh, yeah, Wayne was just saying how he <laughs> did five minutes of dick jokes, but it was actually, like, eight minutes of dick jokes. Yeah. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
0: No, no, you guys were great. It, it was really, that was a very isolated incident where it was like, dude, read the room. Like you you could literally, you're watching the room like leave. Yep. Oh yeah. That wasn't the case with you guys. It's rarely the case. Um, Well, that's good. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's the only instance I can really think of. But
2: to be fair, I don't have much more other than those kind of jokes. I'm it gets little, di- like uh, there's a uh,
1: his dick talk joke, which is uh, five minutes of complete Guinness World Record dick amount, is like some of the least amount of dick he has in a joke sometimes, which is weird. It's Like your Pompeii <laughs> masturbator might be more dick heavy. <laughs> uh,
2: I was thinking but, about that today. Uh, I want to bring that back. I that's good. I, I do this um, I do this joke about um, like being scared of like worrying about nuclear war coming. Um, and I wonder what I'm going to do in my last moments. So I, I channel my spirit animal, which is the Pompeii Masturbator. <laughs> it sounds funny. than it is. Don't laugh
1: after you say your joke, you <laughs> son of a
2: bitch. <laughs> say the joke. But I think I'm funny. So somebody somebody has to. <laughs>
0: I love they when people again. laugh at their own jokes.
2: <laughs> I'm a giggler. Leave me alone. He is a fucking giggler. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we need more gigglers. That's so good for comedy.
2: Sure is. Yeah. Dad, I
0: feel like right. I have the worst laugh for comedy because I'll think something's hilarious and I'm like, huh, <laughs> <Like laughs> Yeah, I, I heard suck.
1: that a couple times. I was like, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you for that. You know who laughs, laughs like that too? Allie uh, from Hollowed Ground has that same
0: laugh too. Do you guys, Have you met Allie? I don't think so. I think I have seen her in the interwebs. Allie yeah, she's recently.
2: very, very active on Facebook.
0: Yeah, you guys are very similar.
2: So, I think the only time we've really ever mentioned that a host is great is you. They all, you know, I I don't think we come across like a really bad host, but you and Allie have have like the best. I'm trying to be nice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we definitely (laughs) have. You you and Allie have like very similar (laughs) energies. Uh, Like, you can tell like you really care about that mic. You know what I mean? Like, you care that people are having a good time and you you both have that in common.
0: Well, thank you. But, I feel like I yeah, extra. Yeah, very have to similar be to
1: Derek at uh, Clementos. I would put you guys all in the same vein, like Derek, Allie, yeah, and Aaron, yeah. yeah, all great hosts. Yeah, we should do. We gotta oh, do like you. an episode where we bring on the all-star hosts, um, and that way the shitty ones know because we'll leave them out. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> they know who they
2: are, though.
0: Like, I should do like a game show episode. Yeah,
2: that'd be great. Actually, Derek does one. Derek ziva Clementos. He, he they did a uh, they did a comedian game show like I don't know a month ago. Nice. I we'll didn't on to one that's
1: like uh, Jamaica Plain is how you get bankrupt like in Wheel of Fortune is you have to go <laughs> to fucking Jamaica Plain and do comedy there. <laughs> <that fucking> sucks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so how did your so- mic end? Oh, I'll let Anthony go because I've been talking a lot. Go. Yeah,
1: god damn, Wayne. Do you want like ninety-nine questions, Wayne? One question, Anthony. Fuck, Jesus. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Love you. So, Aaron, what's your favorite color? <laughs>
0: <laughs> right now, purple. Usually red. Nice. But I'm I like how purple. it changes. Yeah,
1: your color fluid. That's a, yes. that's a that's a new way to be. I like it.
2: What's all your right, favorite right. color?
1: What I really meant to say was, what is your uh, like? Uh, what's your goal in comedy? Uh, are you at where you want to be? Or You want to try to move forward more
0: full time? Like, what are you thinking? Yeah, I would love if I could just pay all of my bills with comedy, because that oh, would mean so that nice. I'm doing what I love to do. Um, I used to have you know the big dreams of like a special, like touring, like famous, whatever, but now. Now that I've been building just stuff around here in my own backyard. It's like, that's way more fun. It's, I make more money doing that. I like it's better networking. Like now, like when I did, uh, the Seacoast comedy fest and I heard about the Dover 400 block party, uh, Dover turns 400 this year. That's if you saw the Dover 400 stuff going around, that's what that's about. And I, there's this, uh, little courtyard. Can you still hear me? Hmm. Yeah, it's
1: Sorry. Wayne's. Mic. You got a lot of ambient noise going on, Wayne. Are you, is your mic on your chain? What's taking you instead of your actual microphone?
2: Or is I don't the think
1: setting so. on your mic all in the wrong spot?
2: I don't think so. It's, okay.
1: Yeah, your ambient noise is fucking wild. I don't know what that is. I apologize. It's the ghost that uh, you joke about.
0: Sorry, keep going, there. I love a good ghost. Um, yeah, well, now that I've started doing things around here, it's like I turned this courtyard that's actually right near the brick into a venue, which it ended up being a really sweet spot for comedy, but it, it's just like seeing stuff that's right in front of me, I guess. Like, I got to do a comedy show at a museum that's downtown Dover, and they had never done a comedy show before, so it's like... You know, in a way, I made my own little local history, and like that to me, just that's really my priority in comedy is bringing it here and growing it organically here instead of trying to chase. You know, I'd rather be a big fish in a small pond, I guess, instead of. Well,
1: you seem to be doing trying that for to be sure. rich and Especially, famous. And,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, you're getting a lot of people to go up there and talk about it. Like we had Nick Powell on um, last week, and he was talking about how he liked your mic a lot uh in there and you brought it up uh w- without anything. So it's definitely on the tip of everybody's tongue saying you should go check that one out. That was uh who was the person who told us to go Wayne who said it's the it was an amazing mic. Like I know Justin said that, but who did you get it from? Was it Danny or something?
2: I think Danny P.
0: Yeah, he was there recently.
2: Yeah. I see you have you have quite a few people uh that I really enjoy going up there. I, I, I see on your, uh, you know, the posters that you put up. Um, I forget who was coming up this week. I know you have uh, you have Lloyd Sharp coming up this week, right? Yes. Um, and who, oh, man, who was the other one? He has kind of like the Mitch Hedberg vibe. Uh, what was oh, his yeah. name? He was there last do you remember, time. Do you remember his name? No.
0: That, that has come is is, um, oh, Casey Crawford? No. No.
2: Yes. No. Oh, no, no, Casey Crawford was No.
1: The, yeah. The Torn guy.
0: But uh, how It's did hard your, for how... me to remember week to week. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Trust me, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> um, how, how did your mic turn into a, a mixed mic? Was it always a mixed mic, or was it a...
0: Yes, it was. Uh, the Brick, actually, for years, was a music venue. They, upstairs, they used to have a big stage and like a full bar and they would do like rock shows up there and I was lucky to do comedy up there a couple of times but they've since rebranded and now they have golf simulators up there so mm. the mic was actually the first like live entertainment pretty much since it converted and rebranded and now they have live music there on Friday nights too because you know they had to update all of their stuff so that we could do the mic and now it's kind of re-seeing it's Old uh, older Glory as an entertainment venue so that's been really cool to watch but I right from the get-go I was like if, I don't whether you're a comedian or a musician or a magician or like you can burp the national anthem like whatever you want to do it's an open mic like come dazzle us and have fun and that was kind of just the vibe that I've always wanted it to have and yeah so far only really comedians and musicians have taken me up on it there's been one poet slash storyteller but I have yet to find a musician or a magician so
1: Oh, that's what I was about to say. You need a magician in there. I'm going to learn, like, five magic tricks so I can fucking go do there. <laughs> that's going to be fucking yeah. sweet. <laughs> yeah,
2: that, that was our first uh, mixed mic. I wasn't sure what to uh, think of it um, going into it. I wasn't sure what to expect going into it. Um, I always just assumed that comedy takes a back seat and things like that, and you'd have some people there to see some music and then – You know, people start saying some heinous shit and then. Yeah, music's
1: way better. Like, and when you think about the live performance of it, we're in such a deficit to the live musician. Like, they can use technology. It's like using performance enhancing drugs for their performance. It's so much better. Uh, So we got to, like, dick our way out of that somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well,
0: in, in the Bricks case, like, even though it is a mixed mic, it's definitely a comedy dominated mic. And I think. I think when you're at a, an open mic that's primarily music and people are there to listen to music and talk to their friends and, you know, just kind of have it in the background or whatever and then all of a sudden a comedian gets on, I, I think there's more of a factor there of like, what the fuck, like we didn't come here for this, whereas if it's like a mostly comedy mic and then a musician gets on, you know, the audience is still there for the show, they've been listening to the comedy, there's like a music break, maybe they'll go order a drink or whatever, but then when the next comedian gets on, there's they're still kind of there for it, so I kind of have that. Huh. That's perfect. Part. That makes
2: sense. Yeah, yeah. We—I I actually lied. We did have one mic. It was actually in to uh, make a plane, where it was, was like twenty. Th- oh, yeah, yeah. There was like twenty-five comics, and then one guy. It was like number twenty-three, and we stayed because we were like, "Oh, we'll stay to the end." And this guy played his saxophone for like fifteen minutes straight, and I was like, "Jesus Christ." <laughs> I suppressed that memory <laughs> like
1: an assault. Like in my early years, you just flooded that memory back into my head of that fucking wretched place. He, he
2: was he was really good, but we yeah, we were good. just staying. We wanted to. Um, they they gave away a prize at the end, so we wanted to stay and just see how they did that and what that was like. Um, and. That guy just, like, made a drag on. And that was, like, what is that, like, an hour and 15 minutes for you? And it was, like, an hour for me to get home? And
1: we stayed to see how they do the fucking prize. But the problem was is the hosts, too, got annihilated uh, progressively more and more as the night went on. So by the end, when they had to pick somebody to give the prize to, they were basically, like, pinned the tail on the donkey of whoever they could find (laughs) to put the prize (laughs) They are like, this guy.
2: They couldn't remember who went up on stage. They were like, ah. (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> and how do, uh, they just—that's a tough one. That's a goddamn tough mic.
0: How do they pick the like? Does somebody actually win, or is it just random? Or
2: yeah, so they pick two. Ran, uh, I'm gonna say random because um, we were paying attention, and um, not us, but there were other people in the audience that were way better than the two that got picked. Um, not saying they were horrible, but there were people that were way better. Uh, and then it was an audience applause type of thing. Ah, so. There's no audio. Which is, though, so
1: I mean, it's just yeah, it's just sad. It's just a sad, <laughs> sad place in a sad city, <laughs> sad people. It's full of sad things. Poor
0: and I fucking
1: curbed my rim when I got there too. So we, I, I mean, that's your rim. fault. We ate shit. I, yeah, Wayne, but I'm petty. Okay, let me be petty every once <laughs> in a while. <laughs> God damn the last right, month,
2: it's been every day. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know.
1: Have you, can you guys tell that I don't sleep anymore? I'm quite catty at Wayne. Oh, yeah, you know. You know the game. Oh, sure yeah. do. Yep.
2: I'll send you snapshots of the text. They're, they're really depressing for me.
1: <laughs> so Wayne likes to ask because his wife doesn't think that uh, he's funny at all. And he likes to say my wife doesn't, but she does think I'm funny. Uh, she, she just gets, thinks I'm funnier. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. Every once in a while. Yeah. Every mm-hmm. once in a while, she goes, Does Wayne have to have mm-hmm. 60 dick jokes or could he have 30 of them? And you're like, I need all of them. <laughs> <But. laughs> so, does your significant other uh, play any role in your comedy? Do they help push you forward? Do they think you're funny? Any, any of that stuff?
0: I mean, he stays home with the kids while I go do comedy.
1: Well, hey, that's fucking support enough in and of itself 'cause that's a hard yes. that's a hard gig,
0: yes, do you and share then, your sets with him? yeah, if I'm going on not really like when I'm hosting, uh, but if I'm like gonna do a show, he'll be like do you wanna do you wanna like run your set and time Because you know I like to time it beforehand, mm-hmm. so I'll talk it at him, and every now and then he'll give me a note like if you change this word, I think it'd make more sense or whatever, so yeah.
2: I try that with my wife, but it just it's right over her head. The only way I know if something's funny is if she looks at me like she wants a divorce.
1: <laughs> it's a good way I to mean, tell. <laughs> that's like her resting face. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a tough one.
2: <laughs>
1: uh yeah, no, I couldn't I couldn't practice run my set in front of my wife either. I tell her the jokes as it is, but I couldn't run my set because a lot of them are about her and, and quite derogatory ways so it'd be tough to you know i mean that with you, my
2: kids as the audience you live those though you say that to her face
1: yeah it happens you yeah, i shit. get it but <laughs> <laughs> no i i'm here for the funny everybody all right. <laughs> so
0: are oh, you shit. have any dates coming up and all that we can plug as we come to the end of the sucker August twenty eighth, I'm hosting my monthly installment at Fury's Public House, which is also in Dover. That's a good time. Amy T is headlining, actually the lady that got me started in the first place. So come. That's a nice heart. full
2: circle for you, huh?
0: Yeah, should be a good time.
1: We'll we awesome. make sure that uh, you uh, do whatever internet magic you need to do to repost that, um, and we'll, we'll... yeah
2: send send me all that stuff and anything you want me to throw in there, and uh, I'll do my best to remember to throw it all in there.
0: Hell yeah! I appreciate so. you guys.
1: Oh yeah, that's too. We can't work. wait to get back.
0: Yes, I'm glad it was worth the drive. I think that's honestly a, a a bonus for the brick that it's a little farther away, so it's not like the same people, like you said. Like, um, and then because there's not a mic around every corner here like there is in Massachusetts like the there are audience members that come out for it every week Like I, some of the regulars from me just working there just come out every week to support so that's pretty cool too
2: That that's a good point about being so far away too you know out of, out of the beaten path is that you don't I don't think you get not that there's a ton of undesirables but sometimes you come across some undesirables that you see all the time and you're just like Jesus just stay home tonight <laughs> I don't think you get a lot of those. <laughs> what? I mean, maybe you, you do know. and you're not going to tell us. But.
0: <laughs> and that helps for the 10-minute the spots, too, because it's like not the whole Boston scene is going to be there because it's a little farther away. So the lists are a little lighter and then you can have a, a longer spot and then that kind of becomes a benefit in itself. So it kind of, I don't know, I think it's a good thing going. I'd like to see I it. I think so, dude. This is the closest on.
1: mic to me, too. I normally have to, Wayne lives near Lowell-ish. So that's a really close to him, but very far from me, so I'm always fucking driving my dick off. And Dover is only, like, 15 minutes from my house. And Newington is, like, 10 minutes from my house, so I'm going to do both of those. It's going to be great.
0: Hell yeah, Rebel House. I'm excited about that one.
2: I've yeah, been seeing too. posts on that. They're they're um, videotaping and everything, and like yeah. it's, it looks like really high production value too, which is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it's a cool spot. I, I actually haven't been there, but I've heard about it, and I've seen pictures and I know that people actually like record podcasts there and he has a stage and it's like BYOB and pretty cool. I'm excited to check um, it out.
2: That is awesome. What well, what um you said there's not a lot up there for mics but uh the ones that you do go to like where like if you don't obviously you go to the brick but a- aside from that where do you go? If there's not a ton out there do you are you doing a lot of driving when you when you do the open mics when you can?
0: Uh when I was going to them I would actually go up toward like Portland, not quite that far. But uh, Ian Stewart used to have one. I honestly forget what town it was in at this point. But that one was fun. Uh, I know there is another one in Dover on Monday nights, but that one's primarily music. It's at Cara. and then uh, like the Stone Church in Newmarket does an open mic on Sundays. But again, it's like primarily music. So yeah, it's it's Dover's cool because it's like you can go to Portland or Boston, and it's pretty much the same distance. <laughs> It's like do i want to go yeah. south today?
2: anthony just met ian stewart for the first time last week i think yeah the, the sunday before we met you
0: he's good stuff
1: yeah he's a great guy we did the old orchard beach the gfb scottish pub
0: he and, was a uh, uh, part of my inspiration for starting the seacoast comedy festival because i saw that he had Started the oh, Portland, Maine Comedy Festival. I'm like, you can just start a comedy festival. Like, I want to do that. So I,
2: I actually, I'm glad you mentioned that because that was on the top of my head. Um, based on your email, I wanted to ask you about that. What's that all about?
0: Um, I pulled a comedy festival out of my ass in three months. <laughs> and I came up with the idea for it in March. And I pitched it to Mark Mocha. Do you know Mark? He does I do a, not. He does a, he's like... He has so many comedy rooms, I, I I don't know how he does it. He's like a, a wizard, but I pitched it to him, and I, I asked if he wanted to work together on it. And in my mind, I was thinking it would start like next year, you know, but then he, in true Mark fashion, was like, all right, I got Kara, I got Sea Dog, I got North Country Hard Cider, like all on board for June, like, let's fucking go. And I was like, all right, I guess we're doing this. So it turned into 35 shows in 31 days. Uh, between me mark and three other producers uh, geneva gonzalez stefan Francesconi, and then jake valeri also got on board so Mm -hmm. it it was it was like dover portsmouth newmarket um exeter it it became this whole big thing and then that was when i got to uh, do the show at the museum for dover 400 and that was like a a double festival crossover because dover was doing their little birthday festival so it was like a Seacoast Comedy Festival, Dover 400 collaboration. And then I hosted the open mic in an alley for the block party. It just, um, I don't know. It kind of just took on a life of its own. And it was very chaotic. And I'm hoping next year it will be more organized. Like I wanted to have comedians submit this year, but I just didn't have time to like figure that all out because I did like the the website, the social media. I was trying to promote like, all the producers behind it and all the comedians on top of, you know, coordinating my own shows that I was making up on top of doing the mic at the brick, you know, just, it, it was just Mm -hmm. so much in so little time, but it was awesome. And hopefully, well, we look forward to submitting to that. That's going to be fun next year. Uh, Hell yeah.
2: Yeah. And definitely let us know. I, I, you probably, now that we're Facebook friends, you probably see me. I try to share as many posters and, you know, try to push everybody up that I can. So, Definitely uh, keep us in the keep loop so we promote work. things. I'm trying to. You know, I, I don't see a lot of people sharing that kind of stuff, and I think it's important to, to help each other.
0: Yes, agreed. So, yeah, I think yeah, if
1: the stuff. Lord did exist, he would be on Facebook with all those fucking geezers on there. Uh, like the, those people. That's <laughs> what <laughs> God damn. All right, so anyways, everybody he would be who's at watching brick. this, please. Oh, yeah, he would be fucking at the brick on the night that me and Wayne go and to talk about <laughs> fucking... Lucifer <laughs> Okay, so everybody Go see Aaron at the Brick Every Wednesday It's the best mic on Wednesday Around Anywhere north of the Mississippi So go see that shit And uh, it's always A worthy step in the quest for laughs Thank you Thank you Yeah, we did it.
2: Is that not like uh, horrifying for you? Like, if you go up and let's say you're trying out new jokes and you bomb and then you have to go in the next day and they're all like, wow, you ate shit.
0: No, I eat shit there every week. I don't care. (laughs)